Hey, welcome to the Echo and Encourage podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Garrido, and I'm here to talk about all things that echo eternity and encourage everyone. From how to embrace entrepreneurship to the best tips to flourish in your life. Thanks so much for listening. Let's dive in. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to welcome you to the first episode of Echo and Encourage. In this episode, I am talking to Shansea. Originally from the Washington, D.C. area, Shansea is an accomplished content creator, Christian leader, and an award-winning brand strategist who has been featured in publications such as Forbes, Refinery29, BuzzFeed, and more. Shansea applies her two bachelor's degrees, extensive international travel, intrinsic creativity, and over a decade of targeted professional experience to introduce her loyal and diverse audience to faith, fashion, beauty, travel, business, and lifestyle products, resources, and brands. Shansea has been recognized as a millennial industry leader who is committed to educating, encouraging, equipping, and creating a community of globally-minded leaders who are united in their efforts professionally, spiritually, and personally. Welcome to the show, Shansea. I am so happy to have you here. I'm so honored that you came. Thank you so much for having me, Hannah. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much. Well, let's dive in. I have so many questions, and I know that our listeners are so excited to hear from you. The first question is, how did you become an entrepreneur? Well, good question. Um, well, I started my business actually with my mom. So it was first a family run business. And uh, and I would say from a full-time perspective, I definitely did, uh, I guess, dabble in entrepreneurship while in college, uh, but started with her right in the midst of a recession. So that was really uh, interesting and a colorful journey. And we had a brand and business development firm. Um, where we did everything from PR to social media uh, to content creation uh, for established and emerging creative professionals. So everyone in fashion or music uh, or um, just all the creative streams of uh, industry. Um, and yeah, we did that for seven years together. So that's how I got started. That is incredible. Do you still collaborate with your mom? You know, that's a good question right now. Um, no, we uh, in 2017, I pivoted and started to do things under my own brand. However, my mom is my biggest mentor, so I'm really grateful for her. And she's still highly instrumental in um, just my projects. And she may not know the day-to-day or uh, what clients I have coming in and out, but I definitely have her a phone call text away when it comes to to contracts and just, you know, her discernment and wisdom about what projects to reject or receive. How has being an entrepreneur fueled your travel abroad? Wow. So because I was born and raised in the Washington, D.C. area, I'm so grateful that I um, have had just a really colorful roster of friends and colleagues and working professionals. So even from like volunteering in college at 
embassies and uh, just the things that we have in our backyard in the D.C. area is quite rare, the cultures that we have, the cuisines. Um, and so my first clients were those who were in my own backyard, which happened to be an eclectic group of people from all regions and countries. And it's allowed me to um, provide services uh, in the Middle East and Europe and Asia and Africa and Central America. And I'm so grateful um, that that was God's plan, not mine. And uh, it really just started with some of the relationships I already had that kind of bloomed into so much more than I could have imagined. That is incredible. Do you have to learn different languages or do you have an interpreter with you for some of those culturally diverse situations where there might be a language barrier? Oh, yeah. So in areas where there's a language barrier, I have an interpreter. Um, I, I have I did study French for seven years. So I do understand it fluently and write it pretty fluently, but I'm a little choppy in the the speaking it back. <laughs> um, so usually there's an interpreter there, or I have a, a team member who um, is a resident of the country I'm in, and they're able to help um, just proxy for for communication and dialogue. But I've also found there's a lot of English speaking people everywhere. What would you say is the most rewarding part about working with such a diverse population? Wow. Um, well, as a believer, I think it's so amazing to experience God everywhere, not just the Western way of we, that we view God, um, but just how he's expressed and experienced um, in different countries. And, and that meaning, you know, uh, those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and and just how they worship. And um, and I've really found that there's a greater sensitivity to his presence and um, and just a greater conviction to living a lifestyle that's just really pleasing to him. So I think I've learned the most um, just watching people's faith, to be honest, outside of business and just uh, how devout they are. And I've tried to make it a point, doesn't matter if it's a business trip or for fun, I've visited a church pretty much in every country I've gone to, um, even in those where there's only, you know, 2% of believers in that region. I'm like, there's a church somewhere here. And I just want to see who my fellow brothers and sisters are in those regions. That's so beautiful. Are these clients that you're working with or are these places that you're going to speak at? What does that look like when you go to travel abroad? Is it for the clients or conferences or everything? Yeah, so it really depends. I have three hats that I wear. So as a chief creative officer, I might have clients who are here in the States who are trying to target markets in other regions, or I could have clients in other regions um, where they want my expertise to, to facilitate whatever projects they're working on there. Um, and then, you know, as a content creator, I've had the pleasure of working with tourism boards and airlines and hospitality brands like hotels. So they may say, hey, we want you to feature this uh, this uh, hotel or this experience or this country with your audience. Would you be willing to do that? Um, and then as, you know, a coach and one who speaks um, about purpose and about faith and about business, um, I've had the pleasure of speaking at conferences, whether that be at church or business conferences, uh, universities, about just people's 
uh, brands and how they can achieve the purposes that that are, are preordained for them. So it really, it, there's, a, there's a mix up, you know, it, and sometimes there's a fusion of both. Um, I just came back from India and there was a service aspect, but there was also a content element as well. Um, and, oh, actually, yeah, it hit all three marks. So I was providing services. I had to speak to a, um, a group of young women who were creatives themselves and they were in the fashion um, just field and they were just trying to get trades to kind of better their lives and their families. Um, and then from a content perspective, uh, I was also asked to produce content uh, to share that experience with my audience. That sounds like the most fulfilling calling that God has created for your life and you're listening to him and it's just blossoming. And I can only imagine how much it's blessed all of the people that you work with to be able to do all of those things and to experience the culture and help them to flourish? Yeah, I, I'm really grateful. And more so, I'm so grateful for my clients, of course, but I'm grateful for those who work alongside me as well, who make it all possible for me to wear these hats. That is awesome. How did you decide on a team and what roles that you needed to support you as you move forward in balancing ministry and a full-time entrepreneur life? Oh, wow. That's a great question. So for those who are looking to have a team, I think the first area is to, to identify where you're weak <laughs> and you cannot do it all. Uh, of course, at the beginning, thankfully, I have had to help have every hat where you were an accountant and you were creative director and you were editor and you were the admin person and you were providing the services and all of that. But as you, you, once you get to a phase where you're like, okay, I think I need a little help here and a little reinforcement, start to assess the areas where are there your strengths, you know, and then are, are there areas where there are weaknesses, where they just require greater discipline or are there areas where there are weaknesses where you're like, you know what, I think that someone else would be so much better at fulfilling this um, role and responsibility. And for me, in reference to the day-to-day tasks of emails and uh, all the communication, it's so much more efficient for me to kind of be here with you than behind my phone, behind an iPad, behind a laptop, um, just trying to get this appointment right here secured. So uh, I knew that, you know, having someone who could manage projects for me um, would be essential and critical for my business and then the creative arms. So you cannot have a business without content creation these days. You cannot have a business without social media. And it seems like things are moving faster than you can even keep up with. Um, and so therefore, again, I can be here and then there's someone who's helping me to keep the, the train moving. Although I do have seasons where I just go off the radar and that usually means I'm building something private from a professional standpoint and just spending some good old quality time with the Lord. But yeah, I think it's really essential uh, to have both of those roles, but there may be someone who has a greater strength in an area creatively where they're like, Oh, I got the editing. I actually have fun doing this. I get in the zone. That's not me. So per se, I can kind of get nitpicky and you know, perfectionism starts, you know, coming to play. And then I'm looking at stuff and I'm like, I'm not posting this because of that strand of hair. Oh. <laughs> that, 
And um and and thankfully when you have people where you can trust the quality of what they do and they know your standard, I can kind of relinquish that and trust that to others. And um, you know, then I'm not looking at it so detailed and invasive. But um, yeah, if you have creative strengths, then there you may need reinforcement on the admin side. If you have administrative strengths, but you're like, but I struggle with like the vision and I struggle with kind of seeing outside of the details. You know, there can be someone who can step in and say, okay, I think this is where we can bring this into greater creative content or, or context or uh, create a plan that creates longevity. So for my clients, I come in and I'm like, okay, you have this part, but this is where I see the gaps. This is where you need reinforcement. And does that reinforcement mean systems, uh, processes, apps that are so helpful? Or does that process mean having actual people? How best do you work? And um, a lot of those questions can be asked to help you figure out what might be best for you. Uh, so yeah, that's a, that's a long answer to that question. <laughs> that is so insightful. And that has inspired me to think more about creative strategies. Thank you so much for sharing that. That sounds like when you go to someone and you go through that list of your questions and you figure that out, it probably just jumpstarts their business or their ministry just tenfold, probably within the first day of implementing it because it takes care of so much. That's brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm grateful for it. Um, but I also find out in some seasons I need it too. So I have to treat myself like a client sometimes and you know, ask those questions and reassess at every stage of growth and scaling. Yes. Shansea, I met you at the Beautiful Mind Retreat in Temecula, California. And I remember going up to you and asking you, how do I balance ministry and business? And what you shared with me was so beautiful. And I'm pretty sure it was along the lines of every single interaction that I have, every chance I get to have a client to check in with the Lord and ask him, is this something that you want me to move forward with? And I was wondering if you would like to share anything more on that with our listeners that might encourage them if they're trying to balance life or entrepreneurship, anything like that. Wow. Okay. I didn't even remember I said that. So I'm glad that that was helpful. And it is from a place uh, that I, I dwell in in reference to my business. So yes, um, you should absolutely check in with the Lord about clients, projects, any phase of your business. And uh, for me, that could mean um, anything from one of my favorite scriptures is Matthew 6:33, to seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. And then all these things will be added unto you. So, you know, before I start my business day, just to spend some quality time with the Lord to hear what he's saying for my day, but just to spend some quality time with the Lord, to hear what he has for me for the day. Sometimes there's pivots. I actually had, uh, I think two cancellations or not. I didn't, I actually amended it because I said, oh, I think there needs to be a little bit more margin today. So we spent time really in the Lord, me and my team this morning. Um, and we felt that leading, although we had a lot going on. And thankfully, there were adjustments that could be made from those where we made adjustments. And uh, and so therefore, really checking in 
um, and reference to, okay, should I implement this? Should I buy this camera gear? Should I, you know, um, implement this, this system into my uh, services? And it doesn't have to be necessarily something where you're like waiting for an answer where he's like, yes, you know, but you can feel a leaning, you can feel a peace, um, or you can feel like, okay, this is a step of faith that I feel like I need to take uh, in reference to your business services, processes, or even people, you know, should I trust this individual, um, you know, with, you know, these parts of my vision and my plans? Uh, because I, we have seen so many times in the Bible where he's called people to build things. He's called people to build businesses, you know, or they were business people. He was calling people to build arcs and build, you know, uh, walls and build tabernacles. So he's very familiar with what it means um, to build. And for us, many of us are building businesses or building um, our creative pursuits or coaching pursuits or whatever. And uh, he really does care about it more than we ever could. Uh, but it's, it's really up to us to believe that and to trust him with the parts of our businesses that, um, with all of our businesses. Um, and that takes a step of faith and leaning in and, and trusting him to guide you. Amen. I love that. Shansaya, you speak at universities, retreats, churches, and conferences all over the globe about industry and faith business strategies, how to overcome the spiritual roadblocks that are preventing one from tapping into their God-given purpose and much more. What are some of the most common spiritual roadblocks that you have seen people have that prevent them from tapping into their God-given purpose? And what are some ways to overcome those roadblocks? Wow. Good question, Hannah. Oh, thanks. Okay. So what are some of the things that are preventing people from tapping into their God-given purpose? One of the things I will say is that process is something that people really try to avoid. People are always trying to get places quickly, get into position quickly, get to success quickly. And they're trying to avoid the processes that God has for them. So for me, you know, as I think about, I was just thinking about Joseph for now, you know, Joseph had a dream that was vivid and actually correct. However, not only did people, you know, did his family disagree with it, um, there was a process required for him to fulfill it. And that process was a 13 year process. And when we hear that, and we know that we can get Amazon Fresh or Amazon Prime in two days, and we know that we can, you know, get from point A to point B. We're just the instant gratification generation. So when you're bringing these old school things about process, what children of Israel in the desert 40 years before they ever saw promise, um, it is something that, you know, people of all generations try to avoid left and right. Um, and that process is really just God teaching you to trust him, to build up your faith through struggle and through trials and tribulations, to be patient and wait on the Lord for clarity, guidance and instruction, you know, um, so that when you do get the promise, you can steward it well, you can steward it with confidence and you can steward it with authority and boldness. You can steward it with humility um, and, and you can be trusted to then bring other people into their next levels of breakthrough and success because 
all of our purposes should have some leg of helping someone else. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I think that people really do try to avoid process and, um, and I understand, I get it, but uh, it is so essential and critical to creating longevity and sustainability in your life and in your business. That is powerful. Very powerful. That kind of going back to how you were talking about going to the different countries and seeing their different ways of doing things, how their process seems to be a little bit more of a slower pace. Maybe there's more time that they prioritize the process. I had a specific question um, about that. What are some ways that we can start working smart in a work hard world? Here in America, it seems like sometimes productivity and um, a lot of overtime can be a part of a lot of people's jobs. Is it like that in other countries too? Wow. Um, so to answer part A of your question, I think that to work smart um, is to make sure that you're maximizing what's in your hands, that you're not trying to stretch yourself out too thin. Uh, too many times in the introductory level of people growing a business, they're doing podcasts, they're doing YouTube, they're doing Instagram, they're doing TikTok, they have services, they're doing the most. And you're in such a fragile and um, just um, grooming state of who you are and who you're, what your business is. And so really just taking one bite at a time, you know, uh, stewarding the podcast well and letting that be the first phase of what you're doing and then allowing the Lord to, or, you know, to, to lead you. And I'm not sure if it's only believers on here, but, you know, I definitely believe in not leading myself, but allowing myself to be led by God into the next phase of the next step, which might then be YouTube, which might then be Instagram, which might then be TikTok. And I think it will help us to not create the overwhelm, the anxiousness, um, and the feelings of just hustle um, that really create a, a, a spirit of just not feeling at rest, really not feeling at peace. Um, so I think, you know, taking one bite of, at a time is crucial and essential to um, just the growth of working smart and, and allowing, and, and again, trusting, for me, trusting God um, that he will, that he'll take that one phase, he'll take what's little to you and he'll really favor it. He'll blow on it and give you the blessings and the, the increase that is available to you. Shansea, what fills your cup to be able to pour so much into your business, into entrepreneurship and to encouragement of others? Wow. What fills my cup? That's so good. Um, what fills my cup is one, um, knowing that God is pleased that I've used my gifts to help others, you know, that it really is not about me. It's about him getting the glory. Um, and I also really get great joy of seeing um, those who trust me with their purposes, trust me with uh, their lives, their journey, their pain, um, and seeing the transformation process of that. 
to them becoming leaders, to them becoming giants of their own and business and and purpose and in their walk with the Lord. Um, and then they're able to then influence others. They're able to then sow more seeds unto others. So um, yeah, just to see uh, the transformation of an individual who may um, be shy at the beginning and then they're out there just um, coaching and having services and doing all the things or you know they're afraid to pick up a mic at the beginning and at the end they're singing and belting and doing the thing I um at the end I'm just like Lord, like it, it has to be God because there's no way that these words of mine could have any impact unless it has him all over it um, and that really fills my cup. Um, and I'm so grateful uh, to be able to be a part of people's processes and journeys uh, with their purpose and also just with their life and their families and all of that. So, yes, that fills my cup. That is so beautiful. Do you get to go and hear them sing and maybe go to their concerts, things like that? All the things, listening parties and shoots and you know dance recital things or whatever like I'm using the word recital but all that stuff um and uh just to see you know many of the people I work with are creative professionals um you know them flourish and as their personal lives are affected and just grow it grooms their talents gifts and callings so it's beautiful to see that weaving together um and uh yeah it's it's i don't have words for it it is it's beautiful and it's it's what we're supposed to do for sure i love that that that's so encouraging and empowering and did it take you a long time to get to that place where you were like this is what i was supposed to do this is what i was made to do and born to do or did god reveal that to you early on in your life Wow, that's a great question. And some parts I, I have known, I have worked um, for a long time in reference to did things in high school. I was that person who was the club president of so many clubs and did things in college. Um, but in reference to the fusion of ministry and business, uh, that is something that I've actually just given my solid yes to in the last several, last few years. Um, and so no, and in, in reference to that, that had to kind of be revealed to me through process, um, through just leaning on the Lord, allowing him to lead and guide me. Um, at one point I was primarily just working in secular industries and I was just letting my light so shine, which means I wasn't like preaching at the, you know, at the studio or at the filming lot or whatever, you know, cause I, um, Although from Washington, D.C., I reside in the Los Angeles area. Um, you know, I, I did not know that eventually after letting my light shine that I would have to, you know, get into position of like truly making it a part of the call of God on my life, my purposes and plans. And so he's weaved in this really unique uh, journey and only he does things like that. So, it, uh, but there's a scripture in the Bible that says that he'll work all things together for the good of them who love him and who are called according to his purpose. So he will work together your story, 
your testimony, your pain, um, you know, just the, the nuances of who you are. He'll work them together for your good if you love him. So there's a contingency on that part. That's the, the reward we get when we come into this awesome kingdom. But if we love him and then if we're called according to his purpose. So his purposes, not ours. His. So there's no way I thought I was going to do much of this. I had a shaving, but he's he's definitely clarified. And there's so much to, more to come that has not been revealed. So I, I'm I'm in for this roller coaster ride. I'm buckling up, and we're just chuck 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 chucking all the way up and down. And um and yes, I I, I trust him to uh, just work it all together in his time and in his way. Amen. Those scriptures are gorgeous. I love all of those. Those are my, some of my favorite scriptures and they're, they bring so much peace and hope and comfort and joy. And there's so many, so many more for me to learn. Oh yes. Me too. Me too. That we, we're going to be studying this, this good old 66 books for a lifetime. Okay. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> yes. Shansaya, tell us some more about the court and the council. So the court is a private mentorship program um, where we are meeting one-on-one and we just dive deep. We dive deep into your relationship with yourself, of course, your relationship with God, your relationship with others, and your relationship with your purpose. Uh, It is an annual program. Uh, It is, of course, we can do it virtually. Um, and we do do it virtually and it's really targeted to bring a year of just transformation, uh, fortification, sanctification, (laughs) um, and to launch you into a greater level of who you are, um, just in Christ and, um, hopefully to cultivate better relationships among you and to, you know, step into your God-given purpose. So I love that. I have a curated community. Um, of, of people where it's a limited amount of slots because one-on-one time can be um, quite, uh, I have to make a huge commitment to that. Uh, so it's a few slots and you do have to apply for it. And um, and yeah, if you're interested in it, definitely find more information about that on my website. And then the council is a online collective of you know uh, global individuals who have creative callings. Uh, so they're in arts, they're in fashion, they're in entertainment, they're in film, writing, tech, content creation. I mean, the works. Um, and they're wanting the biblical process for building. So what does that look like when, you know, we have all these workshops and all these programs and all these ways of growing a business and stepping into purpose, but they're not founded on biblical principles. So I'm here to bring the biblical process and principles for building all of your gifts and talents. Um, And then how does that marry into your calling? Just like me, I had to discover the process of how my practical skills, you know, connected to my supernatural skills and um, how to do that as well with the individuals, enthusiasts and professionals 
who uh, find themselves on a creative journey, not only professionally, but just personally as well. So that uh, has master classes and guest experts, and um, we have prayer and Bible studies and texts every day, and like the whole works. It's a it's 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 a party over there. I'm just saying. I'm I'm not tooting a horn, but it's where you want to be if you feel led and. Um, and it's it's uh, for as long as you want. So we gonna be going until the wheels pop off. And uh, so it's every month in several sessions and all of that. And it's a really good time. That sounds like the best party that anyone could ever be invited to. Yes, and <laughs> that's awesome. I didn't even say this, but our three slogans for the council is to uh, find your community, grow your faith, and handle your business. So. If you're looking for like-minded individuals who, um, where you want to have community, where you really want to go higher in your faith that aligns to your calling um, and your gifts and talents. And if you really want to learn just the biblical business skills as well as practical, um, then you're in the right place. I think I got to go over and head over to that party. <laughs> yes, I would love to have you, Hannah. <laughs> Thank you. That's so fun. And so transformative. That's something that we all need to have a mentor. I love your name. What does your name mean? Oh, see, this is where the creatives start coming together. My mom was very creative um, in naming me Chansea. My father's name is Chauncey, fun fact. So she just got a little creative with it. How do we make Chauncey female? And I think she just started playing with stuff. And um, here I am today. So... There goes the branding and the colors and the creativity. It started off from my namesake, I think. That is just a beautiful masterpiece. That is gorgeous. Thank you so much, Hannah. You're welcome. What is one thing that we can start doing to echo eternity or encourage others, either in entrepreneurship or in life? Wow, um, that's so good. Um, I think it's really important to to take a moment to be still and to be present and to observe those around you. So in reference to echoing eternity, uh, for me, that means, you know, the only one who is eternal is Jesus Christ and, um, and, you know, of course, God and the Holy Spirit. So that means echoing and representing him. And representing him means in some cases, you know, with wisdom, denying ourselves. And so sometimes we're so in our own head and our own thoughts. We have so much to do. And it just takes us a minute just to put our phone down while we're in the Starbucks line and look up, you know, look up and see those around you and ask God for discernment. Is there someone in this room who could, you know, need an encouraging word or just need a compliment on their outfit or something to brighten their day. Those little things just really work wonders and, and showing the love of Christ and having a heart, um, you know, of Christ, you know, having a heart that represents him. So I think that, you know, if we could just have moments where we're still, we take a moment, whether, you know, it's even on social media and we're like, I know this person has 100,000 followers and I've been following them for years, but maybe you've observed their countenance a little off in stories as you're watching on daily, you know, and you could just say, hey, 
this is random, but I just wanted to let you know I enjoy your content and it's really blessed me. And I just hope you're well. Is there anything I could specifically be praying for? Just where we just step outside of our comfort zones in our world and we really do our part to connect with others. I think there is a an attack on us not being connected as people, of us really just being self-consumed and about ourselves and our lives. And there really is a lot going on. Like rightfully from a practical standpoint, I get it, but uh, we have to fight to stay interconnected. We have to fight to stay um, just uh, vigilant of the needs around us and not the ones that look so obvious. You know, not, not not the ones that, oh, of course, and this matters if we see the homeless man on the street. Let me go up because I see an obvious need. There's so many silent needs around us. There's so many silent screams around us. There's so many silent tears around us, whether you see the Mercedes or BMW or you see the wad of cash being pulled out, um, you know, where you're no respecter of person. No, whether whether they are low or whether they're high um, in life from the outward, really looking at um, who they are, you know, and being led and being bold enough to reject fear and be like, they're going to think I'm crazy if I come up to them. And just to be obedient. And it can be the very thing that changes their day or changes their life. Thank you so much for sharing that. It sounds like when we're being really present, we are experiencing more of God's presence and we, and I'm going to look up in the Starbucks line from now on and try to connect with somebody. Me too. Me too. How can our listeners connect with you? Okay. So as the branding girl over here, I've made, made it very easy for people to connect. Everything is Chancea. So um, that's C-H-A-U-N-C-E-A. So Chancea.com at Chancea on all social media platforms. And you can even email me, chonsea at chonsea.com. Just give me a minute to respond because, uh, again, I know where I'm weak and the day-to-day responses is one of those areas. Um, but I would love to connect with you and hear more about your story and see if there's ways where I can be instrumental, even if it's just a voice text through DM. Um, but, yes, that's how you can connect with me. Thank you so much. And to all of our listeners, I have loved every interaction with Shansea. She is a person that is blessed with divine wisdom. Her Instagram page is so beautiful and she has so much content on there. She also has a wonderful website where you can learn more about the different services that she offers. And I am so excited for Shansea and all of her adventures with the Lord and in and as an entrepreneur and as a speaker coach so much more a child of god a daughter of god she is a blessed woman and i am so thankful that she came today on the podcast i'm also so thankful that she came to my wedding back in august so thank you shansaya for blessing us today with being our very first guest on the echo and encourage podcast and for being an incredible woman of faith thank you so much wow thank you so much hannah God bless you. And you're such an awesome, awesome woman as well. And I can't wait to see the next milestones uh, that you just have in your life and your journey. And I'm so glad to be connected with you. Thank you so much, Shansaya. 
Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. If you liked it, and if you enjoy the show in general, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to see more about each episode, head over to the Echo and Encourage podcast on Instagram or Echo and Encourage on YouTube.